0: Please listen carefully.
1: And now, live from the attic that smells like a basement in McKinney, Texas, it's the
0: Assuming Positions podcast, featuring four left feet performing a tango of trivia, Kevin and Mikey. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Assuming Positions podcast. Kevin over here. And Mikey over here. And today on the podcast, we're doing another reassumption. Yes. Because we released our assumption of the new movie Prey, the new yeah. Predator sequel. Absolutely. We decided, especially since it's like the 35th anniversary, I believe, of the release. Something like that of for the sure. The original Predator from whence Prey came. <laughs> Got to go back to the original. We decided to reassume 1987's Predator. 1987, that's so crazy. You start feeling real old when you're like, (laughs) it doesn't seem like I kind of remember that. So Predator, what is Predator? It's a 1987 movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. And it's funny because it's listed as a science fiction action film
1: you kind of get that sense in the opening scene. Like, I don't know if they're ripping off Star Wars or what, mm. but you get the yeah, alien yeah, yeah. ship flo- like flying in on the first scene. Yeah, yeah, And you get to see, oh, there's an alien ship coming in, but then they don't address it for like 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, I know. I'd call it, but I would, see, I think there's something missing from the, is science fiction action film. I'd almost throw a little bit of horror in there. Oh, As absolutely. well, because it has the very one lone killer slowly picking off a group of people. <laughs> Until there's a final ultimate battle. I mean, that's horror movie one oh one, right? One oh one, absolutely. I'm with you. That's not really action movie one oh one. I guess it's because Arnold's in it and it's like special forces and jungle and action movie comes to mind. But <laughs> yeah. but to me this is more of a science fiction horror movie, which most predator movies kind of are, even aliens. They're oh. this they're science fiction horror to me.
1: I'm with you. But we do open with Arnold Schwarzenegger
0: in his prime. Oh, this is prime Arnie. This is yeah. This is for people who are too young to know. <laughs> the, I mean, think right now of like The Rock, Chris Pratt, Helmsworth, and any one of them really, but probably Chris. That that level absolutely is the level that Arnie was at. Exactly in eighty-seven.
1: Absolutely, and he was famous for just being big and muscular yeah. and like the trope is he couldn't say his lines so but he
0: could. I mean at this point, I mean the that's back when he first started with Conan and stuff, but I, he got better with English. He
1: got better. He and... has a
0: certain kind of charm about him too, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh for sure. I'm not I'm not trying to disparage him but There is the fact of like Hercules in New York and like all those things where Arnold was from Austria and Mm -hmm. had trouble with the English language, and so they had to overdub his lines and some of that stuff, and it's kind of prevalent here, but it's still a fun time.
0: Yeah. This was the era where you got Stallone versus Schwarzenegger, basically. Yes. It's like pick one. (laughs) Who's your favorite? They don't really have a pick one now, do they? They don't go like, Jason Momoa, rock, pick one. They don't really do that anymore. Not that I can recall like off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't think it's that way anymore. But I used to remember it was kind of like a versus thing almost, it seemed. Yeah. And they were doing it too. They would like kind of like <laughs> try to out-movie each other.
1: There's some reports on like Arnold reading the script for Predator. Yeah. The one that we're talking about, Like he had to do revisions on it because he thought it was like a Stallone movie. And mm-hmm. it was like, I don't want to make it a Stallone movie. We're going to do something different. And yeah. It was like... How can you have that competition? It's it's fascinating that it's going on, but like, what?
0: And I think there was like one of Stallone's really bad movies that he did. Was it? I can't remember. This is off the top of my head. <laughs> but I think it was Stallone. Arnold Schwarzenegger tricks Stallone into doing a really bad movie. Because he said he was gonna do it. <laughs> was it over the top about uh arm oh, wrestling? It was something like it was like Throw Mama from the Train or one of those like weird comedy ones. That makes more sense. Was Stallone in Throw Mama from the Train? Yeah. Okay. I think it might have been that one.
1: Or like Stop or My Mom Will Shoot.
0: Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Maybe that's, that's it. the one. I, <laughs> that is it. That's it. Throw Mama from the Train. I don't think he was in that. That was someone else.
1: Yeah. It it's, is Stop uh, or My Mom will Shoot.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How funny Just the fact that those like Huge 80s action stars had that in their wheelhouse, and they fought against each other, and it was like, oh, you're going to be in a comedy about your mama, but you can't really talk bad about it.
0: I mean, speaking of of which, in this movie, one of the co-stars in it is Jesse Ventura, one of two future governors (laughs) in this movie, and I guess he had... His biceps measured to see how big they were compared to Arnold's biceps. That is something for this
1: movie because yeah. everybody has extremely <laughs> large biceps.
0: Everyone's so on steroids. There's so <laughs> much steroids. You know.
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll, t- we'll we'll talk about the actors first, though. But yeah. there's we got Carl Weathers in here, yeah. Who I always thought was like a LeVar Burton, like Reading Rainbow type dude. Yeah, sure. He-
0: on steroids. <laughs>
1: for sure. He's in Rocky. He's Apollo yeah, Creed. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I'm not slighting him in any. He wasn't sense. this
0: big in Rocky though. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: it is the '80s. It is action movie, but it's turned up to eleven. Yeah. I don't know if they did give everybody steroids. I think they might
0: have. He he was not it's... this swollen Rocky. He wasn't.
1: <laughs> it definitely seems like it because <laughs> right off the bat. Okay, so we get Dutch, who is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. We get Dylan, who's his, uh, I guess, sergeant commander. I don't know what the right phrase is.
0: Yeah, they were old buddies. They knew each other. They fought together before. Maybe a nom. Everything was nom back in the 80s. That's what it seems yeah.
1: like. That seems to be the default answer. But it's we have to do one last job together. We have to go yeah. in the jungle. We have
0: to rescue these people. And we have to make a meme of our arms clasping together.
1: That's so crazy to me because... I think more people know the meme more than they know the movie.
0: Uh, you might be right.
1: Yes, the handshake like arm wrestle competition is a thing in this movie. Mm. But it exists like in its own sphere in yeah, the internet. It's true. I don't know if e- half the people using the meme know that this comes from Predator. Right? That's crazy to. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. There,
0: yeah, there's a few things that are, <laughs> that are, are from this that I don't know. Think people know are from this. <laughs> there's a bunch of meme lines in here.
1: What do you know? The first time you saw this movie,
0: the first time I saw Predator, so it came out in '87. Mm-hmm. I would have been like 13 years old, but it was rated R, and I don't think my parents <laughs> let me see the rated R movies in the theater. I seriously doubt I saw this in the theater. I probably saw it on VHS. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you when. I remember I, I remember seeing it when I was a teen. I got you. I don't know how soon after it came out. There was like a little local corner video store in my neighborhood that I didn't even have to leave my neighborhood to get to, so it was easy to bike to without getting run over by traffic. There you go. I had my own little video card, and if I had the money, I'd go there and I'd rent stuff. (laughs) And it was usually, I mean, they looked like they were like 30 to me, but they were probably a (laughs) 16-year-old like high school kid. I got you. And they didn't really care, as long as it wasn't stuff that was through the swinging cowboy doors or the beat of the curtain, or whatever it was in the back. (laughs) They pretty much let me get out of there with whatever. So I have a feeling that it was probably one of the ones that I rented from that little corner video store. I got you. Because I was on that kind of sci-fi kick. I was always renting Mm -hmm. sci-fi stuff.
1: And I'm the same. Like, I know I've seen this movie, but going back to watch it, like, after everything, like, I have already said that I'm a proponent of uh, Predator 2, which I love. That was the one I was most familiar with. So like going back to the old Predator, it probably has been about 20, 30 years since I've seen this. Yeah. And it is kind of crazy going back to it. Yeah.
0: Cool. So we'll do our producer Scott's favorite thing and kind of use the movie structure to talk about the movie without going over the whole plot. <laughs> but the, the, I mean, the basic overarching plot, if you don't know already, is that there's this alien hunter, almost a big game hunter, like we talked about in Prey, Yes, who comes down and for some reason is in the jungle, and there's a special forces operation going on, and he ends up hunting these special forces guys. Because as we talked about, and it was established in this very first movie, mm-hmm. that he only goes after things that can hurt him. Exactly. He only hunts things that are dangerous to hunt, relatively.
1: The, 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 the prey that's worthy of combat, I Something guess? Something like that. Yep.
0: Yeah, and he also does stuff like, it happens in this, what happens in the other later movies too, the predator, the hunter, sometimes they're called, mm-hmm. will actually match the capability sometimes of what he thinks is a worthy opponent. I got you. Like he'll throw down his weapons and go hand-to-hand if the other person only has a hand-to-hand thing sometimes. It makes sense. Depends on how much trouble they're giving him. <laughs> he usually ends up doing that with the, the hero. <laughs> You
1: get to do the power balance, the power creep, yes. Yeah.
0: So what's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dale, what are they doing here? Why are they in this made-up country, which I've seen have two different names. What are the two names? Sorry. One of them is Contamana. Okay. And the other one is like Elvira or something. I, I didn't write the other one down.
1: <laughs> I asked that question because it's so weird because that is sort of pretense to this movie. Like we know we're getting a Predator movie. Mm-hmm. And we know that because we're sort of going in saying, hey, this is a Predator movie, so we're going to expect the Predator. But the whole time I was re-watching this, I couldn't get past the fact that, like, if you didn't know the Predator, how did you know what was going on?
0: So you're watching it, like, knowing already. That's it. Right.
1: Like, I know, like, I've seen Predator 2. I've seen the Predators. I've seen Prey. We just talked about it. But, like, if this is your first introduction to the predator and to this whole franchise it is super weird because the first 30 minutes of this movie are just sort of like hey we got this group going into the jungle to do a mission to save somebody they don't even say they just jump right into it be like Dylan's like we have we have men in there that we need to get out so like we're gonna go with it and it's like okay
0: yeah, there's a. It's supposed to be like an ambassador or something. They're in a Central American country, mm-hmm. which I've seen called, like I said earlier, Contamana. <laughs> I don't even remember them saying. Some people say Valverde, which is like this fake Central American country that's used in various Hollywood movies. But it was used in the Schwarzenegger movie Commando. Oh, which, okay. So I think that the internet's getting the two movies confused frankly because this is almost like commando with an alien (laughs) basically
1: and it's also like 80s movies trope if the audience liked it the first time we'll try and reconfigure it for our our movie now
0: yeah it's a fake central american country that borders on honduras i guess (laughs) and there's some gorillas there that have captured some ambassador and they need. To, Dylan says we need to get them out of there. And That's yes. why I got you here, Dutch, and your crew of special forces guys.
1: Your crew of people that can get it done. Yeah. Yes.
0: And that's it. There is a little bit of a subplot when they go in. They go in there, and they find the helicopter, and they find the. I guess it was a pilots that were dead in there.
1: And Arnold Schwarzenegger takes the dog tags. He knows these people. These are Green Berets from an old, like, Vietnam, like you were saying, like an old...
0: Oh, those were the skinned guys they find. Oh, okay. After the helicopter. True. But they they do. They find skinned guys. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if that was before or after they take out the gorillas. But anyway, (laughs) they find, like, these skinned Green Beret guys. Exactly. Super grody. Like, this is, like, (laughs) horror movie. This is the horror movie stuff I'm talking about. And, yeah, he finds the dog tags. And he's like, Jim Hopper. And you go, Jim Hopper? Wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't the name of the sheriff in Stranger Things? That's it. And it is his name. And you know why that's his name? Because the Duffer brothers love Predator.
1: Jim Hopper is a direct reference to Predator from 1987. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But also, why are you naming it after a dead guy? I mean, like, come on now.
0: Well, what's funny, too, is that I don't think we've gotten to 1987 yet. In Stranger Things.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So is this Jim Hopper? <laughs> no. Is this future time travel? I don't know. Say it ain't so. So one of the funniest things to me in here. Well, let's well, first let's go over the rest of the cast and the crew, right? Let's go for it. You got Dylan, who's a CIA guy played by Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. He hires, I guess hires. I don't even know. They that's so funny. It's cause of Reasons action movie. <laughs> But he brings in Arnold Schwarzenegger, who plays this guy named Dutch, uh, who's got this crew. We got Mac, played by Bill Duke; Blaine, played by Jesse Ventura; Billy, played by Sonny Landham; Pancho, played by Richard Chavez; and Hawkins, played by Shane Black. Hawkins. Wow, that sounds like something from Family Things too. Like Hawkins, Indiana. Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, no way. Oh, oh no.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, you duffer brothers, you silly, silly boys.
1: But that's the funny part about this is that like. Arnold has his whole crew and it's just like okay you bring them in and we just buy all these characters like there's no exposition there's no there's not even show don't tell it's just like these They're, are his guys let's go
0: well yeah we get the uh, the, the most we get is them in the helicopter <laughs> he's playing like what was he playing some kind of music
1: uh, little Richard
0: yeah some yeah was that it was it little Richard mm-hmm. uh, on the uh boom box <laughs> the jam box. With a tape, an audio tape, of course, great. Jesse Ventura is sitting there, Sean, and they're kind of like they're messing with each other a little bit. Kind of, I guess that's the little bit establishment of like these guys have known each other for a long time. I hear you. There's yeah. some locker room hate talk. I won't call it hazing really because they know each other, but uh, you know. the
1: locker room is perfect. Yeah. Yes.
0: But it's in the helicopter, so (laughs) spit
1: and chaw on each other. But that, like, that's the only establishment we get is just that some people like chaw, some people don't. We all like this music, but also we're flying to the jungle, so just let's get into this Mm -hmm. movie.
0: Yeah, after they like they zip line in, rope line, whatever they. That's that. uh, That's the coolest thing to do out of a helicopter, in my opinion. There you go. But when they they go to track, you know, they find that helicopter, the other crashed helicopter uh from the or from the ambassador's mission or whatever and they go to track the gorillas and find the gorilla camp and it just I, I guess the gorillas uh, they assume I don't know. I don't ever recall seeing like <laughs> like them take any consideration whether the hostages were okay or not. No, I'm with you. They just like nuked the it turned into like the Contra video game or whatever. They just nuked that village, and it's so funny to me because it's it was so over the top, eighties <laughs> action movie. Grenades that blow up like one hundred fifty five <laughs> millimeter artillery shells, just those big gas explosions they use for these Hollywood movies. It's like ridiculous. And
1: everybody that's falling out of a building or falling out of a tree is on fire. <laughs> yeah, like there's explosions everywhere. There's so much ammo. They do throw around like. It's Russian. It's CIA. Like, they're yeah. saying all these names to let you know that maybe these are the bad guys, but they ne- like nothing is explained. No. It's just, hey, we're the good guys. These are the bad guys. And everybody is on fire, falling yeah. out of things.
0: Jesse Ventura's got a minigun. Hey, did you know this was the first time ever in a movie that they had like the portable minigun like that? I didn't. And. Like, you can thank this movie for every video game with some guy hauling around a minigun like that?
1: Do they ever call it painless, though? Because that's what he calls yeah, it in the movie. painless. <laughs> no. I didn't know that was the first reference to it. That's great, though. Well, that's what I found on the
0: internet. I could be wrong. Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> this is also where, he doesn't he throw that giant machete and go stick around?
1: That's it. This is, <laughs> you're not wrong to laugh. It's super hilarious. Uh. But... This is where, like, perfect 80s Arnold, like, he lifts a truck. Like, he puts a bomb on it and then lifts a truck and then just sends it rolling himself, like, into the camp. He throws a knife at a guy and says, stick around. He blows up a door and says, knock, knock. Like, everybody that always gives Arnold crap, like, in Batman Forever and all those stuff, like... This is where it started. Yeah. If you want to be mad, be mad at this. But it's amazing. Like, he's only good for like two or three words before he starts getting into his Austrian accent. So like give it to him. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I was just laughing, though. It was so it was so ridiculous and over the top, but they get the job done. I guess all the I think if I recall correctly, they're like, oh, the they executed the hostages. Before we got here, and it's like, how do you even know? You threw so much rounds in there. How do you know you didn't execute them by accident? Exactly. Silliest thing. (laughs) So silly.
1: And also Arnold gets mad at Carl Weathers. Who like apparently would brought him in under false pretenses, but like we only barely know what the pretenses are. Right. So like, are we supposed to get mad that Carl Weathers has bad pretenses? Like, we don't know what's going on here. It's like we're in the jungle. It's just, hey, we're gonna do this mission, and also there's a predator there. Like, what?
0: Yeah, that's funny, yeah, because there is this little tiny subplot where he's like, oh, I just was using you to destroy this camp. I knew that the ambassador was dead or something crazy like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was not very clear. I'd have to rewatch it again and try and pay extra attention.
1: But even still, like, even if you pay extra attention, it has nothing to do with the actual plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't say that to take points away from this movie. But I think
0: that maybe it's because maybe we need to look at it with no one knew what the Predator was. Exactly. So you probably think you're watching. I wonder if they did that because you think you're watching, like, Commando or this other kind of movie. Gotcha. And you're like, oh, okay, this is what what the problem is going to be. Now they're stuck in the jungle and they don't like each other. Yeah. What's going to happen next? (laughs) What are they going to do against the enemy? Uh.
1: But that's such a weird fake out because I get it. We've talked about movies before that have changed their bad guys based on, like, political differences and all that stuff. But, like... The whole first 30 minutes of this movie is like, hey, we're the good guy army going against the bad guy army, and then it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Like, I don't know. It's so silly, and I say that as a as a person that's watching it now, going back to it, it makes sense in the 80s, but like right now it's just like uh, hilarious, mm-hmm, silly, mm-hmm. unnecessary. I don't know.
0: Okay, so according to the interwebs, <laughs> it says Dylan's objective was merely to neutralize the rebels. But when his agents were captured and the previously discovered special forces unit sent to eliminate them disappeared, Dylan tricked Dutch into accepting the mission and killing the girls for him. So basically, <laughs> there was no ambassador at all. Nope. It was CIA agents who were captured. Exactly. They spent some special forces from the with Jim Hopper leading them. <laughs> And to get, go after him, the the Special Forces guys disappeared. Yep. So Carl Weathers, us, or Dylan, sorry. <laughs> yes, both. <laughs> both. Needed uh, someone else to go in there and see what was going on because he didn't want to go in alone. Because Dutch didn't want Dylan to go in there with him. He's exactly. like, I'm going in there with you. Yes. He's just like, I don't, usually don't take people with me on this mission. Um, <laughs> but he did. Uh, so he wanted to go in there for sure, but he didn't want to go alone. Mm-hmm. And then they discover the special forces guys, they eliminate the thing, and so that's the reason. But that's it. And then it's never to be spoken of again because people start dying from the alien.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the only holdover we have is Anna. We learn her name like an hour into this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like the one remaining survivor of this village. Yeah. And she apparently is important for reasons we're never told.
0: They you know, I they need a
1: she has intel yeah she's important it's an 80s action movie so i'm not trying to dig too hard into it but
0: no there's like there's no pretty girls we need a pretty girl
1: she is the first one that encounters the Predator. She's the one that sees the forest come alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The forest came alive and took out this dude, but...
0: They, the first guy to die was it. Hawkins. Hawkins. Yes, hence Hawkins from Stranger Things. There you go. That's the in memoriam. We're going to name the town after the first guy to die in Predator, who is also that actor... Director. Black. Shane Black. Shane Black. He wrote *Lethal Weapon*, I believe. Wrote Screenwriter, direct. director, yeah. And just from what I understand, he was like a script doctor on this, mm-hmm. as, and he was just around, so they just threw him in there. I don't know why he's in here because
1: I didn't make the connection that that was him because I don't know what I don't know what Shane Black looks mm-hmm. like, but I know Shane Black as. Uh, he did Lethal Weapon. He did Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. He did The Nice Guys. He did Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. Like His IMDb page as a director-writer is crazy. And then you look at his filmography, and he's like, oh, his first starring roles in Predator. It's like, what are you doing? Especially because he has the big glasses. He looks like Radar. It's uh-huh. like, you're such a nerd in this movie, but then he goes on to be this huge director. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. he is the first Casualty. But he's also the one to make... I don't know how these hold up. Like, his character makes, like, crash jokes. I don't know if that was a character choice, but he, that that's his whole bit. He's like, I'm just going to make the worst jokes I can make. Yeah. And it's, like, super 80s, and the characters laugh, but it's like, uh, that doesn't really hold up about 30 years later.
0: <laughs> well, he's the first one to die, so... <laughs> that, maybe that's why. Maybe that makes... That's how it makes sense. And they... <laughs> There's a lot of Arnold face acting in this. I don't know if you noticed, but you really notice when uh poncho goes off following the trail of blood and discovers whatever that was left <laughs> of yeah, Hawkins. And, but, and, and trails. And yeah. Gore. And yes. they do this like kind of like semi close up to Arnold's face on one side of the screen and, poncho over his shoulder, and he's like, do you find Hawkins? <laughs> and then he's kind of like, uh, I think, maybe? But You can tell he's visibly shaken. Mm-hmm. And so Arnold, Arnold like, as the wide-eyed Arnold, like, <laughs> mm. it's just funny to me. Just reminds me of the jingle all the way thing.
1: And funny in contrast to, because, like, Arnold is known for his cigars, like, especially, like, if you know Arnold now, mm-hmm. but this is where it started. You see him lighting a cigar in, like, every other scene <sighs> at the start of this movie. One thing I will give them credit for is that when Hawkins dies, there's not much logic. Like, it's just they're telling, they're showing you things and telling you things, and here's how it's going to happen for this movie. But when Hawkins dies, they are like, they didn't take his radio, they didn't take his weapons. So now we're facing something that we aren't used to. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the, I have it in my notes because that's sort of the first moment we notice that oh, this is something out of the ordinary. And yeah. when we start getting into the actual you're watching a Predator sort of movie. Mm.
0: And I think that's the the strength of this film and why it's kind of stood the test of time in some ways or why it captured people's imaginations back then was because it's so different in that way. It, it did really have a twisty in the middle of it. Exactly. And all this innovative uh, special effects that they created just for this, mm-hmm. you know, they got Stan Winston in to do the Predator.
1: Stan Winston is all time absolutely. But he
0: wasn't the original one though. They got him to fix it. I guess the first one had Jean Claude Van Damme inside of it, mm-hmm. and it was too small and little compared <laughs> to Arnold, and had like a crazy, w- weird bouncing head that made it look like it was something out of a a Japanese kaiju movie. And, I got you. But they were like, "This isn't working," and they, I guess, it was actually Arnold who was like, "Calls Stan Winston. I worked with him on Terminator." <laughs>
1: That makes sense, though. And props to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, you can go watch, like, old, I think it's on YouTube, but you can watch old B-footage of Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. as the Predator. Uh-huh. And you kind of get, like, I mean, no no slight against Jean-Claude Van Damme. You're not, great, but.
0: It was the costume's fault, not <laughs> his fault.
1: Exactly. So instead we get this six-foot giant in the costume mm-hmm. who who works well. But going back now, what do you think of the 80s graphics of Predator cuz for the first like 45 minutes all we see is the the cloaking shield, right? And the infrared vision.
0: Right. I mean the infrared vision is what it is and the the cloaking shield's kind of it's it's weird looking, but it's not weird looking in a bad way. It's not weird looking like when we're talking like on Dune <laughs> when they had those weird shields in the old Dune they did it in a really interesting way. I don't know if you've seen any behind-the-scenes stuff, but they had the uh, a complete predator suit that was colored red. Okay. It was uh, solid red, so they could chroma key out the red because they can not use green screen because the jungle's green. And his blood is green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they uh, shot it like that, and then they shot the jungle without anyone there, oh, okay. the same shot, but they used a different lens so that when they put the two together... You could see that outline, that weird, like, that weirdness is literally just like the lens effect being a difference between the focus.
1: That makes sense. Like, so. as I was watching it, as far as like the CGI goes, nothing struck me about this as like super 80s because yeah. it does look really cool. Like, yeah. it is a little Tron esque yeah. in that, like, you see the outlines of everything, but even still, you see the Predator, you do see his outline, and the sort of marbling effect that you're talking about is, is unique. It does stand out.
0: Yeah. I I thought it was really cool looking. And of course, once we finally see the creature, I mean, it's iconic. That is the OG first time you've ever seen um, (laughs) the predator and the jungle hunter is this. He's called in this one.
1: That is. Yeah. My two cents is that I get that it's this is the first time the audience is experiencing the predator. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to sort of put myself in that mindset but we see so many like infrared views from the predator Mm -hmm. and they don't talk about this bad guy or enemy at all. It's just like, here's the infrared view of the predator. They use it so much. And I'm like, they don't ever explain it. Like it's cool. I get it. We get to see the heat vision of everybody. We get to see the scorpion that Mac kills off his shoulder, which is a great bit scene, Mm -hmm. but who who is who has this vision? Who who is seeing an in infrared? They still don't show us.
0: Yeah, uh, well, it's kind of interesting. It's a very horror movie ass. That's why I don't know they don't say because it's straight. It's pretty much turned into a slasher film at this point. Exactly. Because you just have a whole bunch of kills, and one of my favorite things that, and this is totally eighties movie too. <laughs> I love it. Is when. Jesse Ventura, when he bites it, right? Wearing his MTV yeah, shirt. Yeah, he's I got an to... MTV <laughs> shirt. He's got an MTV shirt. He's got Painless with him. He's got that Australian cap. That's it. Jesse Ventura is like one of the coolest looking of the costumings, and I he, think.
1: And at this point, he was like a big WWE, WWF. W- F, it
0: was WF at the time, yeah. F, F at the time, okay. Yeah.
1: But he's a big star. Like he's People know star. him. Yeah. I don't know if Jesse it's more Jesse the than...
0: Body Ventura.
1: Do you think he was more famous than Arnold at this time or the other no, way around?
0: he wasn't more famous than Arnold. Fair enough. Okay. Um, not at this point, but no, people knew who he was. He's the, you know, Dave Bautista of this movie.
1: All oh, good comparison. I love it. Yeah.
0: His character and Mac are like best friends. Yep. They kind of do establish that. Max always sitting there like shaving himself, which is so, <laughs> it's such a weird choice. <laughs> it's interesting to me. There's a in Band of Brothers, and this is real because this is a real guy. Okay. In Band of Brothers, there's a guy who like always had a, a toothbrush with him. He was like always brushing his teeth. He just kind of kept a toothbrush in his mouth, like it was a toothpick or a lollipop or something. Okay. Which sure, and I don't know if they're like trying to play off something like that, like, but it's like he's always shaving. And it's like okay.
1: There is one scene, I don't know if they foreshadow it at all, but there is one scene where Mac has a disposable razor and he's like running it down the cheek. And it's like, why? What?
0: It's so later he can like start cutting himself (laughs) when he's scared.
1: (laughs) It's a stylistic choice. It's so weird.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. But anyway, uh, (laughs) Jesse the body Ventura gets killed by the Predator. Yes. And Mac finds it. It's like, oh, my buddy. And he's so angry and he picks up Painless and just... I'm just going to kill the, well, he actually does shoot at the predator and he gets a shot off on him. He gets some of that green blood out. I think that's, yeah, that's Uh, the first time we see green blood. Uh, But then also just everyone shows up and they're like, oh, what, we're destroying the jungle right now? Okay. And then we get like, I don't know, a solid like two, three minutes of just everyone. At least. Like just blowing the jungle up. Just wait. Wait, wasting all your ammo <laughs> wasting all your ammo like target acquisition don't worry about it don't worry max shooting over there there must be something I mean they're dropping they're dropping those nuclear grenades and it's, everything
1: they're they're launching off grenade launchers they're <laughs> running out the minigun like it is a nice beat that the minigun keeps running and it's sort of haunting when the minigun stops because you're like oh the jungle is silent but before that they're using all their bullets. All
0: their ammo. I think Arnold even reloads in the middle of it. <laughs> like,
1: what are you doing? It's so ridiculous. Like, I get it if it's like 30 seconds, but like you're saying, this goes on for like at least two minutes. <laughs> it is amazing. But this, is, uh, I chalk that up to 80s action movie. Yeah, like I know. There's unlimited ammo, so yeah. they can just fire into the jungle <laughs> hoping that they kill a possum or the predator or whatever they're going after. Oh,
0: man. By the way, more behind the scenes stuff. Did you know that what the Predator blood's made out of? I don't. It's the filling of glow sticks. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's totally that. It was originally they, they was going to be orange and they had made some stuff in the prop and I, I guess it didn't film right. It didn't look orange.
1: Especially if they were doing like your red screening like you were talking right. about. Right. So you. literally the <laughs> recipe
0: is the filling of glow sticks and personal lubricant
1: oh what does that mean
0: i don't know what that means but anyway um apparently if you want to make predator blood that's what you need
1: i say just go with glow sticks yeah you'll get close enough (laughs) you can leave your personal lubricant at home but that's that's wonderful that's where it should be at home (laughs) because that's another hilarious point to me for this movie and just the franchise in general is that like the first time we really see the predator is when he's healing himself yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that was such a, like, recurring theme. Yeah. Like, it happens in every movie. Yep. We, saw, we talked about it in Prey. Like, yeah. when you first see the Predator is really when he's just patching himself up. Mm. And it's like, okay, I get that you're healing yourself, but it's so funny that, like, the first full vision we get of your hands and your legs is while you're injured.
0: Yeah, and in the Predator costume is Kevin Peter Hall. I think he was, like, seven feet something or other. He was a very, very tall guy.
1: Taller than Jean Claude Van Damme for yeah. sure,
0: and he does he does a great job. I mean, uh, he, he's was the first one, so anyone else who's ever been in that suit after him, I think he was also in Predator too. I believe. I believe he was so. Also yeah. in this suit then, so anyone who was after him was just copying Kevin Peter Hall. <laughs>
1: this is where we start getting the sort of impression of the Predator. He is taking out members of this platoon that yeah. is that is together for whatever reason because Arnold brought them all together, but. Mac starts going crazy because he's like, I'm going to take you out because you took my friend out and you're mm. gonna, I'm going to carve my name into you. But also, like, if it bleeds, we can kill it because that's when they find out yeah. that it has green glow stick personal yep. lubricant blood.
0: Bleeds, we can kill it. We also got Jesse Ventura before he died. He didn't have time to bleed. <laughs> that's it. I ain't got time to bleed. That's <laughs> from this. If it bleeds, we can kill it, which we got again in Prey. There you go. And then once everyone slowly gets picked off, but once the last guy gets picked off... Anna goes for a gun, and Arnold's like, no, don't take the gun, just run. Get to the chopper!
1: (laughs) Get to the chopper! Again, this brings back the fact that I kind of know more about this movie from memes than I do from the actual movie. (laughs) Because that's the Arnold line. Like, every time you do an Arnold impersonation, it's, get to the chopper! (laughs) That's where this comes from. My one nitpick is that Arnold just knows that. I get that he's, like, in charge of this battalion. He's in charge of this crew, Mm -hmm. but that's immediate knowledge that he gets is like, oh, he didn't attack you because you didn't have a weapon. It's like, how do you know that? It's true. It's
0: true. It's not like in Prey where she figures that out when she's unarmed and trapped and he just walks away. The Predator just walks away. Yeah.
1: And they do a better job later in this actual Predator movie of sort of laying things out, but... It is kind of funny that Arnold just knows that, oh, you don't have a weapon. He didn't attack you. It's yeah. like, okay, good job, Arnold. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess I guess he's supposed to infer that from when she was running away and Hawkins grabbed her and the predator killed Hawkins and not her. That's true. And just left her there. I guess that's where that's supposed to come from. <laughs> But yeah, that's a leap of logic. Because what if it's just like the predator doesn't hunt women? What what if you were wrong, Arnold? Yeah, exactly. You know? It could have been that she could have had the gun still. But yeah, I uh, yeah I get it.
1: It's it's 80s action movie. It's like we don't have time for too much explanation. So here's the one you're getting.
0: The only other two kills I remember, other like I don't even remember how Mac gets it or Poncho or I I don't remember. I know that Carl Weathers has a big like semi boss fight with him, but still gets beat. It's like second billing, you know. (laughs) So you get some screen time fighting this thing. Doesn't he get his arm cut
1: off? I was going to say, so this is the good part about Carl Weathers. Before this, we get the whole muscle montage of like we're setting up our first trap and bait for the Predator because we know that something is after us. And they try and prepare for it by saying, okay, you can only come through the jungle this way, which, fine, 80s movie, there's only one way through this trap in the jungle. But Mac gets killed, and Carl Weathers is like, no, you can't take Mac. I'm going to take you out. And he starts firing his gun, and then the Predator shoots off his arm, and his gun's still fires. Oh, yeah. It keeps going. That's amazing. <laughs> I no way that happens in real life. If it does I apologize, but no way that happens in real life. <laughs> that somebody has the muscle memory. That, and they, oh my gosh. Just gonna that's keep that's
0: that is a that is a s- playground debate right there. <laughs> That's a playground No way that happens. No, no dude, way. totally does. My dad was in Vietnam, and he said that one time, <laughs> right?
1: No, if your gun gets chopped off by a predator, no way it still fires a gun.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: But no, yeah, Matt gets, it, this is some of my favorite CGI in this movie, because it looks like I can't remember. I couldn't recall what it was. I tried to look it up, but every time the, the Predator does his little tri-laser like, focus in, mm-hmm. it looks like a logo for some gaming company, and I can't <laughs> find it. <laughs> but it was so silly every time it happens, but it happens. Like he, he triangulates in and does his tri-laser and shoots off Carl Weathers' arm or shoots off, that's how Mac dies. He gets blown through the head. Like oh, It's yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So many kills. The kill count in this movie, I think, is like 45 or something. Most of them were the gorillas. I believe it. Um, (laughs) The other memorable kill, and it's even more now because there's, I don't know if this is confirmed by the writer of Prey or just theory. Okay, But Billy, who's uh, supposed to be Native American,
1: I refer to him in my notes as Billy Badass, but.
0: Yeah. I read somewhere, I can't re- recall this one we we're doing the prey, but he's literally supposed to be like a descendant of the Comanches that we saw in prey.
1: That makes sense because he's the one doing most of the tracking. Yeah, he's, he's like drinking from vines in the forest mm-hmm. to find the fresh water, and he's the one like he gets the great line. Somebody calls him out. It's like Billy, I ain't never seen you afraid of no man. He's like, what's hunting us? Ain't no man. Mm-hmm. Like such so great line.
0: Yeah, you know he does that. I'm gonna sacrifice myself so everyone can get away. Thing. That's it. <laughs> That's another Arnold faith. <laughs> Billy, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: You gotta get to the chopper, because <laughs> that's the whole plot. Is get to the chopper. Yeah, it's like, true. Once we hit the halfway mark of this movie, it's just get to the chopper, get extracted. But also, everyone's being taken out one mm-hmm. by one. I do love the like. I love the Billy standoff. He throws yeah. off his weapon. He yeah. throws off his pack.
0: Takes his shirt off.
1: But he dies off screen. Are you kidding me? The that's coolest. True. The coolest of this squad. that that Billy gets my vote as the coolest of the squad, but we don't even see him die. That's true. We see him later in a, uh, I mean, not spoiler, because we're talking about this whole movie, but you get to see the Predator rip his spine out and take his skull as a trophy, but like, why are you going to do that to my boy Billy? Yeah. He drags the knife across his chest. Yeah, right. (laughs) And he's going to make a stand, but we don't even get to see it. It's ridiculous.
0: I agree. It would have been nice to at least see him get a good shot off on the... Predator, like hurt him, hurt him a little bit,
1: at least a little bit, make him bleed some more of that glow stick blood. Yeah.
0: But eventually Schwarzenegger's left by himself because, you know, Anna got to the chopper. Exactly. And this is the whole back half is Arnold's lost all his weapons because the Predator like shot his gun in half, I think. Exactly. It's it's funny because all these movies, this is where it started, but all these movies have like a way the hero gets past the heat vision thing. (laughs) In this one, it was Arnold covered in mud, which is kind of iconic. Arnold covered in mud, I think,
1: and has a logic to it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't dispute it. It makes sense.
0: Yeah, I guess
1: because it's infrared. It is body heat. Yeah, and I guess mud cools you down. But like, the only reason he happens upon it is because. He's running through the jungle and happens to trip and then fall into a river and then swim to the banks where he lays down. He's like, "Oh, I'm covered in mud." Like, <laughs> it's pure circumstance, which is most of this movie, which yeah. I get it. It's the 80s. It's action movie. We aren't thinking too hard, but also watching it now, thinking a little bit too hard, I'm <laughs> like, "Uh, what are you doing?"
0: <laughs> Apparently that was the the mud wasn't actually mud in behind the scenes. Oh, okay they were using potter's clay because that would like stick on and stay
1: that makes sense and
0: apparently it, it did get really cold <laughs> especially at night in the jungle it gets cold at night in the jungle yep they tried to put him under like heat lamps but it wouldn't it was Potter's clay, so it would harden, and they needed to keep <laughs> turn him
1: turn him into some ceramic.
0: Yeah, man. they needed to keep it liquid. So Arnold like was drinking schnapps and, and like water, <laughs> like like watered down schnapps to keep warm. So Arnold it. was like drunk in all of these nighttime scenes. Apparently,
1: it's the only reason to get away from the predator because like this is where we start to get full form predator. Like this is where he comes out of the woods and he gets rid of his cloaking shield.
0: Yeah, Arnold shoots it. Off basically with his with a bow and that explosive, he does the he does the Rambo thing, like makes an explosive arrow.
1: We get to see the predator being cool with his shoulder cannon. Like, this is where we actually get to see like his weapons and effects and not just the infrared vision. But it is kind of funny. They do the whole muscle montage again. This is 80s movies, but Arnold is building a bow and arrow and Mm -hmm. he's laying a a spike trap Mm -hmm. with vines and rope that he just happened to have. (laughs) <laughs> um oh I guess exist in the jungle
0: like he does a total Tarzan vine jump too. That's it. Yeah. I had no
1: idea that he was actually covered in like ceramic clay though. Yeah. that is, that is pretty hilarious.
0: Potter's clay and and drunk the whole time. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the this is where we get the big boss fight and the the predator's initially just kicking his butt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I I guess I'm the naysayer for this podcast, but we get the first interaction where Arnold figures out that the mud is covering his body Mm -hmm. heat, but the predator still has something on his infrared vision, and it's a possum or something, I guess a raccoon or a porcupine, because they show that earlier in the movie. But the predator misses the porcupine. (laughs) Like he shoots at a tree and then kicks over the tree and the porcupine runs away. It's like, you just took out six military commandos <laughs> and you're going to miss a, a a jungle forest animal like it's just silliness <laughs> but it does highlight the fact that arnold is now under command and i don't know it's kind of cool seeing arnold being arnold this is yeah. this is commando this is conan this mm-hmm. is like Him in barbarian mode. Yeah. He's building a bow and arrow. He's covered in mud. He's swinging from tree to tree. (laughs) This is what you pay $8 to see Arnold do in an 80s movie. Mm -hmm. And I love every second of
0: it. Yes. And this is the part we were talking about when he sees that Arnold is a worthy opponent Mm -hmm. and he just doesn't want to kill him outright. He wants to like, let's fight this out. There you go. And he like throws down his fancy technology, Mm -hmm. pulls his mask off to show that ugly face, and we get the Arnold line. (laughs) (laughs) We can't say it on the podcast, but yes.
1: You ugly beep, 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 beep.
0: (laughs) And then it's time to rumble, and Arnold basically has to end up running away into his, like, pre-prepared, like, trap things.
1: (laughs) Which is hilarious because, like... One well to go back, we do get the Predator face reveal, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it's only like, it seems like it was half articulated. It almost seems yeah. like they didn't have it fully ready. Right. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But still looks it still, super yeah, cool. It
0: looks super cool. Eighty seven practical effects. It's iconic. Yeah. It's like great. that
1: is the Predator face. Yeah. With the spikes and everything, looks super cool. But then it's a punching contest between the Predator <laughs> and Arnold, and they're just punching each other, and it's like. <laughs> Okay, I get it. 80 strong man, whatever. But then Arnold climbs right to his trap. Yeah. They've been through the jungle. They've been like he's been swinging from tree to tree. And then Arnold just happens to end up at the trap that he set up. Yeah. And the predator does overstep it for the first time. But he ends up right there. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the same thing happened in Prey, though. (laughs) Very true. Very true. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Arnold has to set his own trap off. It because the predator is too smart for it
1: after Arnold does his like showmanship thing of like, come on, do it, kill me, come Uh on, let's go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then it's this part was so like weird to me that big counterweight uh, for the trap. Yes, he uses the counterweight as a nuke trap basically Mm -hmm. to fall on the predator and he goes there to like smash its head in with a rock and then he's like, what are you? and then the things like what are you ha ah, you know and then, like starts hitting buttons on his wrist that's it he uh, starts doing the self uh, self deconstruct button yeah and then just this maniacal laugh well, which is so it was i was like what is happening right now it was it was so weird to me it just didn't okay i guess they laugh it doesn't seem like they'd laugh
1: here's what i know but because like Vincent Price <laughs> No, it's a super weird laugh, but because I am the resident deaf kid and I watch with subtitles on all my movies, the subtitles say that that's Billy's laugh. Oh. So, like, there are a couple instances in the movie previous where, like, the predator is repeating things that people say
0: oh. or learning and, like, hearing what people say. Well, he say. repeats what Dutch says right, right then. So. Exactly.
1: Oh. But the laugh is actually Billy's laugh. And so that's why it sounds so crazy because he's repeating it back to him like, I'm playing your friend's laugh as you think you have gotten the best of me.
0: Oh, that's so much better now. Thank (laughs) you. That's
1: it. But you wouldn't know that because they don't really do a good job of like. Yeah, right. In the sound design of doing that. Yeah, it just
0: seemed like. It just seemed like.
1: Crazy alien laugh. Yeah. But no, the details are actually that that's Billy's laugh and he's throwing it back in his friend's face. Oh, interesting. Super creepy.
0: It's convenient, though, that the <laughs> the one thing that got me... It's very convenient that the self-destruct on the Predator... Yes. ...makes like a... <laughs> dee, 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 you know, because otherwise... Arnold would just stand there and go, like, what's he doing? Yeah. Is he calling for the mothership?
1: Especially, he thought he was dead. He lay down to almost fall asleep. He's like, oh, my trap worked. I, uh, mission accomplished. It's like, no, not really, buddy.
0: But he runs away, and there's this crazy special effects explosion. It's very strange. I guess it's like it's supposed to be, like, nuclear, because there's a mushroom cloud.
1: That's it. And then the helicopter, the chopper, get oh, to yeah, the chopper. The, the, the chopper, chopper took shows like,
0: up. The chopper took, like, EMP. It must have been a mushroom cloud, because the chopper had, like, tr- it almost half crashed.
1: They had to put out fires and everything. Yeah. Oh,
0: I guess it was nuclear then.
1: But Arnold managed to escape it because he jumped behind a tree trunk just in time, <laughs> about thirty feet away. Because
0: <laughs> that's how nuclear weapons work,
1: especially in the jungle.
0: Maybe it was mostly an EMP blast. Maybe that's what it was.
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah. Who With knows? With the mushroom cloud.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, it was the. It was the mud. Oh, it was the mud. You just it cover was yourself the- in mud, and you don't have to worry about radiation.
1: He had a ceramic shield. He was protected. <laughs> yes, he was full of schnapps, but also <laughs> he was protected by
0: the ceramic coating. Oh, my gosh. But
1: I do kind of love it because Arnold is the action movie hero that takes out the Predator. He yeah. is the, the one that saves the day after all of his team has been picked off, and he gets the best of the Predator. But it is still funny that the epitome of this movie is that the Predator takes himself out. It's true <laughs> but the chopper comes back and is there they save arnold and, and, and everybody's victorious
0: yeah. yeah there's no there's like no epilogue
1: that <laughs> really isn't
0: no it's just like the end he's <laughs> well, on the helicopter
1: well not without the montage of like here's everybody that died oh, yeah. <laughs> and they show like they turn to the camera and smile <laughs> and so, it's like it's carl I, weathers I, jesse ventura i,
0: I know it's I like, know. So
1: like it's super happy, but it's also like uh none of these people survive. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my
0: god. So funny. Yeah, that is such an 80s thing. I'm surprised <laughs> there wasn't a blooper reel at the end.
1: Oh, there might have been like the the predator running into trees <laughs> or something
0: like that. Well yeah, apparently he couldn't see a bloody thing in that mask. I believe it. And he had to like they had to block all the scenes with, with he, like he had to take his mask off and then cuz they're in the jungle. It's not like they can move stuff around.
1: And he's in that crazy mask that yeah. has like one eye So they had to
0: block all the scenes and he literally had to be like three steps this way, two steps that way, jump though, jump there that's and then crazy. put the mask on and then do it.
1: I mean, it makes sense, but that's crazy that that's what
0: the actor had to go yeah. through. So, so. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. So that's the end of uh, the, the original Predator, which means that we are reassuming this, which means we have to give our pizza rating. So on the Assuming Positions podcast, we always do a pizza rating. Out of eight slices of pizza, eight being the best, we can add subtract toppings. We will give Predator... A rating. Now, first, Mikey, I want to say, I like to do this with a reassumption. If you can remember what your pizza rating might have been when you first saw this. I got you. And then what it is now. I know it's hard to say, but...
1: And, and I'm going to wait this a little bit because, like... I did look up the critical response to this movie was sort of mixed.
0: Yeah, at the time it was, yeah. It, was,
1: it wasn't a huge success when it mm. first came out. It is considered a classic now, yeah. depending on who you talk
0: to. This had VHS legs, exactly for oh, sure.
1: VHS, DVD legs, yeah. your friend telling you to watch, oh, you got to watch this old awesome sci-fi horror in mm. the jungle movie. But the one I found most interesting was Roger Ebert, Yeah, a yeah. critic among critics. Yes, for sure, yeah. He loved it. He yeah. said, it moves at a breakneck pace, it has strong and simple characterizations, it has good location photography, and terrific special effects. And it supplies what it claims to supply, an effective action movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, so that's weighted for me. It's kind of, you get what you expect. Yeah, right. It's pure 80s action movie. hmm I found myself, while re-watching it, that, like, what did people think when they had no idea what the Predator was? Because yeah. I know what the Predator is mm-hmm. now, and I think that makes me a little biased. Because going back, I know what the Predator is capable of, mm-hmm. and it's cool to see, like, where it originates from. Right. But I really have no comparison for, like, not knowing what the Predator is and going into, into this blind, which would be kind of crazy to me. Yeah. If I was going into this blind, I would probably give it a thumbs down. Mm-hmm. But going into this now, I give this five slices, one topping mm. because it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Like You get to see people picked off. You get to see people killed in cool ways. The whole like military setup for this movie has nothing to do with the rest of this movie but it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. You get to see Arnold being Arnold but again, if you don't know Arnold, if you don't know Predator, where does that leave you? That's my one question but I know all these things and going into it, re-watching it, it's an hour and a half. It's perfect movie length, eighties action movie, five slices, one topping.
0: No, oh, five slices, one topping. <laughs> now you, you guys at home can debate whether that's actually six slices, no topping, but who knows? <laughs> We're random with this, but anyway,
1: I will say pray is better, but we already talked about that last. Yeah.
0: Podcast. Now I, I don't think my rating would have changed from any time till now because I have a fun time. I thought this was a fun time. It's, 80s action movies are what they are, because kind of like what Roger Ebert was saying, you kind of get what you get. Exactly. You no, know, you know what you're gonna get. I'll sit down and watch a goofy 80s go rescue the POWs movie. <laughs> they're silly, they're goofy. It's almost like how some people watch wrestling; they know it's silly and goofy, and they know it to work. But, but- <laughs> yeah, but they like to be entertained by it. But when you take that, which is just gives me nostalgia and you add in this cool sci-fi element to it mm-hmm. that j- I love sci-fi stuff so that that ramps it up yeah I, I like to look at stuff with a with not too many look back goggles mm-hmm. um, because you know some stuff doesn't hold up but, but that's what reassumptions are does it hold up and this movie over time I like it has legs I think it's kind of become iconic there's a reason why they've made so many sequels to it. I'm with you. Um, is it the best movie ever in the world? No. No. Nope. But is it a fun good time? Yes. Would I watch it again? Sure, why not? If it was on, I don't think I'm going to really seek it out, but I'd watch it. So, as such out of 8 slices of pizza, I'll give it I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to give it 6. Oh. One topping. There you go pepperoni the most common topping just because (laughs) it's what it is this is literally what you're gonna get the couple of slices come off just for some of the wonkiness of but that's 80s stuff so it's hard to fault it but
1: and it's balanced out by the fact that like i mentioned it already but we get all these memes from it yeah but they were memes for a reason because they're iconic in the original movie like is it silly to go back and watch this movie and be like oh i know that meme yes but This is their first appearance of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's something to that.
0: Yes. So Mikey gives it five out of eight, one topping. I give it six out of eight, one topping, which is pretty dang good. (laughs) Uh, So go go back and watch it. We want to thank you guys so much for listening. All we ask from you is that you like, share, uh, tell a friend, subscribe, uh, grab your friend's phone and subscribe to us. Go on our socials, Assuming Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're most active on Instagram because it has pictures and pictures are fun. Please follow us and interact with us. I say this so much. (laughs) I'm going to say it like at least once a month, but we see the downloads. We know you're out there listening to us, but apparently you guys don't like social media that much. There you go. So if you don't like social media that much, send us a Gmail. Especially
1: Ass- if you don't like Predator. Let's go. Yeah,
0: send us a Gmail to assumingpositions at gmail.com. We want to know if you think we're dumb, if you think Predator is the best movie ever, if you think Predator is the worst movie ever. We want to know. And every week I ask Mikey, how do you want that Gmail formatted?
1: I want it in the, the beep, boop, boops oh. of the Predator's wristband that says it's the self destruct button. <laughs> But it's your opinion, and your opinion is so hot that when I read it, things are going to have a nuclear
0: explosion. <laughs> yeah, there is some kind of letters. There's language on there. Interesting.
1: They could be hieroglyphs. They could be, who yeah. knows?
0: So again, guys, thank you so much for listening. We also want to thank that guy, Brad, for doing our announcing not Scott Productions for our equipment, jazz for our music, and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week.
1: Get to the chopper!
0: Get to the chopper! <laughs>